Okay, so today's story is called Featherfin, and it was written by Stephen Cosgrove, and we read one of his books yesterday, so we're reading another one. And it's, ooh, look at this at the bottom, there's a subtitle, and it says, there's no place like home. I wonder what that's all about. And it's read today by Mommy and... a lot of leagues. Well, leagues, do you want to get your wetsuits on and go into the ocean with me? Mm-hmm. Okay, get your wetsuits on. We're going under the sea. Okay, here we go. The moon of many moods lighted the night sky as it pulled and pushed the waters of the ocean, creating swells that gently washed against the shore. Do you know another good word here for those swells that gently wash against the shore? That's a lot of words to say. Waves. <laughs> he's, he's very poetic, this author. So what he's saying is that the moon is making waves, which is what it does. One of the things that it does. The moonlight skipped across the waves. There it is. Casting its glow and shadows far out to sea. Beneath the surface of waves. Oh, you think so? Well, let's see. Mm -hmm. Humans that don't have hearts. Oh my goodness! Well, this isn't. There aren't any um, humans in the story so far. All we have heard about is the ocean and the moon. But look, there there are some things in this story. So let's read. Beneath the surface of waves, the movement of the water was still. The sights of light and bright were subdued. In the crystal blue waters that swirled in and around the seawater ferns. Now, do you know what subdued means? It means toned down. So instead of being super bright and vibrant, things are kind of dull and not as bright. Now, all... No, no sun, light. Exactly. No yeah. light. Well, it's it's nighttime. It sounds like because the moon is out. So yes, all the fish of the sea, colored yellow to blue, red to green, swam about the pillars of coral, swirling round the serene water. Amidst all the fish of the sea, lived beautiful but strange little creatures called peacock eels. Their fins, like feathers, swished gently back and forth as they swam effortlessly in the tides and eddies of the atoll. Now, do you know what effortlessly means? Well, you know what it means if we have a lot of effort. So if we're doing something effortlessly, it means that we are doing something without really putting any work into it. We're not trying hard. We're just doing it easily. Okay. The older eels, and these eels, what do they kind of look like? Can we pause really quick to describe what these things are? Friends, I'm going to put a picture of these guys on um, my Instagram. But boy, they're sure... Instagram on phone! (laughs) Yeah. They sure are really pretty looking, aren't they? What color are they? Green. Yeah. That's your favorite color, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And they've got some pretty ruffles on them that are kind of bluish colored. And then they've got these little spots on the back that look like peacock feathers. They're kind of cute, aren't they? But they look a little bit like maybe a snake because they're long and skinny. Okay. The older eels searched about the bottom for tidbits and morsels to eat while the young played in and about and under the underwater castles of coral and sand. As the creatures moved about in poetic ease, one little eel more brightly colored than all the rest, stayed still within the waters and looked up. He watched as the movement of the waves high above caused the light. You think? Okay, let's see. He watched as the movement of the lights high above caused the light to shift and dance in the water like a rainbow of color. He was born in an ivory-colored egg, and all the other fish called him Featherfin. Featherfin spent all of his days looking for beautiful, colorful things. He floated for hours and hours, watching the light playing upon the facets of diamond coral. The other eels would swim around him, begging him to play. They would surround him as he lay motionless in the water, blowing bubbles at him or flipping their tails, but no matter, he just wouldn't budge. The other eels would soon tire of the games and swim away, leaving Featherfin to gaze at the beauty around him. And when he was sure that he was all alone, he would turn his eyes up to the surface of the sea. For you see, Featherfin had only one dream in the whole world, and that was to visit the mysterious land of High Above. Once he had asked his mother eel about the beautiful colors that played upon the surface. I, it would be such fun to go there and see all there is to see, he said in wide-eyed wonder. Never, never, his mother bubbled at, back at him. You must never go to the land of high above. It is not made for fish like you or me. Oh, Pooh and seaweed, he barbled as he swam away. What do mothers know? Someday I will go there and see what I must see. Then, late one day, as the darkness of the night curled in with the afternoon tide, Featherfin slipped away to hide. He swam and swam away from his home to the higher corals and the softer sands of the shallows of the sea. In a small niche he hid and watched as the other eels and fish swam safely for their caves to sleep away the period of darkness. I think that means the night, the period of darkness. Okay. He waited and when the nighttime was almost gone, just before the first light 
of dawn, he began swimming higher and higher. The silvery light of high above beckoned to him. Do you know what it means to beckon to something? It means to call to it. As he fluttered his feathery fins, struggling to climb up to the surface, the waves broke about him as Featherfin popped to the surface of the sea. There before him he saw, for the first time, the golden sands of a beach. Then, just as he sighed in wonder at it all, a wave, larger than all the rest, picked him up like a leaf and gently washed him onto the shore. Featherfin was amazed at all the beauty around him. There were gently waving palm trees, softly sighing in the offshore breeze, and at the edge of the sand, brightly colored flowers in all the colors of the rainbow. Of course, he had never heard the rustling of the wind, nor the bell-like crashing of the waves on the shore. The sound was like music to his ears. Then, as he breathed deeply through his gills, he suddenly tasted what was to him the terrible, unbreathable air of high above. Featherfin gasped and realized too late that his mother was right, that this place was not for fish to see. He struggled and flipped and flopped, trying to get back to the water, but to no avail. There he lay on the sand, panting, wishing that he had never left the safety of the sea. Oh, this is very sad. Maybe a heron will pick him up and then throw him in the water. You think? Let's see what happens. Just as Featherfin thought that all was lost, the last large wave of an ebbing tide quickly lapped about him and he quickly slipped back into the water. He swam around and around, washing all the sandy traces of high above from his fins, satisfied that he was clean at last. Featherfin, Featherfin swam back to his home in the deep. And from that day on, and forevermore, the little peacock eel stayed and played with the other fish at the bottom of the sea. He played bubble up and bubble down and never once did he dream of the land of high above if you are looking for adventure and your parents have told you no dream of an eel called featherfins and all the things he came to know and friends, what a great moral of the story. That's why they say there's no place like home at the beginning, because 
if he had stayed home, he would never have experienced that unbreathable air and the scare that he had. What's scared? Well, he didn't know if he would ever be able to breathe again. He was really in a pickle. But he got through it. And I think the lesson... Actually, he mm-hmm. was really in a school thing. Yeah, yeah, he was in trouble, wasn't he? If he was in the water, he would be in a ninja. Oh, I see. Well, that is the end of our story. Can you say the end? No. Come on, try it. See what you see. What sounds come out of you if you say the end? The end. Oh, there you go. <laughs>